Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. I'm WSB's Herman Cain, and depend on this. Whenever and wherever there's breaking news, severe weather alert, or a traffic red alert, the WSB 24-hour breaking news center will tell you about it. News 95.5 and AM 750. WSB, depend on it. Hi, this is Kevin Neal, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. Boy, that is Jewish. No, I want this town to be near you. No. Welcome back to the show and a good Tuesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there, 11.07, 7 after 11. The Mark Aram Show with you till midnight, Monday through Friday on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Low T Chuck is here screening the calls. Longoria like a Capri Sun juice box on the other side of the takeout window. <laughs> That's a good look on you. That's a good. Not a lot of dudes can pull off a yellow-orange shirt. Chuck yeah. could... Chuck couldn't pull it off. I don't think so. I no, couldn't pull it off. No, not that one. No way. Yeah. <laughs> not that one. Not that one. No way. I'm going to take a picture of it and tweet it out at Mark Aram. Yeah, it's Aram, not the M-A-R-K. first time I've worn it, but okay. No, but it's it's good. It's spring. Yeah. Yeah, it's very it's good. spring colors. It's got the Home Depot colors. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. I didn't I'll leave it, it. I'll I, leave it yeah. there. Yeah. I'll leave it there. We are discussing the APS sentencing today. Absolutely riveting radio you heard here on uh, WSB. Uh, Judge Jerry Baxter, just what a character, just a, a, a jurist in the truest sense of the word. Um, your thoughts on that? But I came to the realization as I was watching and listening to the uh, sentencing, I could never be a judge. That's one job I couldn't do. I could do the actual court stuff, but when it came to handing down sentences, I just don't have the stomach for it. I just, I, I couldn't do it. And I know these people deserve jail time, whatever, whatever, whatever. But I, like that guy's going home tonight knowing he sent 11 people to jail. That would weigh heavily on my conscience. Even though I get they're, they're guilty, they deserve it. And I'm glad there's people like Jerry Baxter can do that. I couldn't do it. What job could you not do? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Lord loves a working man. Don't trust Whitey. See a doctor and get rid of it. Manville, my man in Athens. Long time no speak. How are you, sir? What's going on? How y'all fellas doing tonight? Excellent. What's up with you? Not much, man. I've been listening to the uh, little thing on the radio about these teachers and all this stuff. It's kind of, it's, it's kind of, I guess, depressing to hear about a lot of stuff that's going on nowadays, so... You know, it's just one of those things where I think that people need to step back and look at themselves before they do something mm-hmm. and, and you know, realize that it might not affect somebody right then, but it'll affect you or even a whole lot of people like these kids, you know, down the road. Yeah. You know, I think that's one of the big things that a lot of people need to get out. You know, whether they need to go to prison for it, yeah, I mean, 
who knows? I mean, you got people in prison for a lot of things, but never for getting, you know, cheating, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. And that was, when they first got convicted, that was my thought. Like, at worst, these people were like, well, if we get caught, I'll lose my job. Not one of these people thought they would ever go to jail for it. Right, yeah. right. Yep. It's crazy. So, I mean, that's one of those things, you know, you get, I guess you just got to look at yourself. But he, here, and again, I, I I should familiarize myself with the story more. Chuck, you might know more about this. So these, these were standardized tests that basically just judge how well the school district is doing, correct? Like, yeah. These, yeah. these weren't, like, scores They're for the scores kids. They're not scores for your grades or anything like yeah. that. These were mm-hmm. the, no, these were the, the mandatory standardized. You usually have to do them twice a year. Uh, once per semester. That being like said, that. as so, long yeah. as they're teaching them throughout the rest of the school year, should it be that big of a deal? Like, as long as the kids are actually learning, does it matter if they, they jacked around the test scores a little bit? Well, the, the argument there would be then if they were teaching them throughout the year, they wouldn't they would have, have to jack around with the yeah. tests. Because <laughs> these standardized the tests are right not there. that hard. Yeah. They're really not. They're pretty watered. Yeah, because, I, I mean, that's the bottom line when it comes to educating students is ed- actually educating them that's that's the job i think we in the united states do a horrible job of it and i think a lot of it has to do with the way we are, we are teaching i don't understand why we just don't copy what the japanese are doing or what the germans are doing i mean their kids are getting better educated than kids in the united states and we're spending 10 times more per student than our counterparts in in Asia or Europe. It just makes no something's not right, and I'm not saying it's the teacher's fault. I think it's just the the way we are teaching is is archaic and it's not working anymore in the 21st century. That's a whole other show. John's in Atlanta. John, you're on the Mark Aram show. Yeah, um, I guess you know I was happy to see that some of the higher ups got uh, more stiffer sentences than uh, than the teachers, but. You know, one thing I haven't heard anyone talk about is the administrators were getting cash bonuses for these scores. Correct, and that's where the RICO came in. That's where, right, that's, that's yeah. where RICO came in. So I think the one thing that's the most disappointing about all of this for me is it's going to happen again because they haven't done anything to root out the way incentives can corrupt people. Even an incentive that seems like a positive incentive now you've got administrators <clears throat> buckling down on teachers who, let's face it, what kind of recourse do you have as a teacher to take action? I mean, you're stuck in a giant bureaucracy. But I, I actually, I, I agree with what you're saying, but I disagree with the, the bottom line. I think this, this will never happen again. I think that every teacher in the rest of the country sees this, and every administrator sees this, and they're like, Whatever the bonus is, I don't know, three grand, five, whatever it was, not worth seven years in jail. Right, and, and, and all this, and only, and, and no bankers went to jail for the last Friday. <laughs> exactly right, exactly right. A three thousand dollar bonus to Beverly Hall brings down the whole thing, but you know the the what's going on in Wall Street has nothing. That's a great point as well. I Chuck, right? No. T- I have friends that are teachers, a lot of friends that are teachers, and I should have asked them this before the show, but there's this this is a game changer when it comes to that. Like I think so. I, I don't know how. All the teachers back home that I know, and my mom was a teacher for mm-hmm. 20 years, said um, they used to joke around about how much easier it would be if they all let, you know, let them pretend they're taking the tests and then just did the score, you know, filled them out themselves. Yeah. 
But no, I don't think anybody comes near. Maybe ten years down the road, when no one thinks about this anymore. No, I think this this gets the you know in the teachers' lounge. They still have teachers' lounges. Oh yeah, sure they do. We still the teachers' lounge in my high school. They would open the door and just wafts of smoke would pour out of the teachers' lounge. Oh, back when they could smoke at the school, like just like you'd walk into the teachers' lounge. It was like. Just, there was something like iconic about a teacher's lounge. You always yeah. you got to go in there like, holy crap. Yeah, what's going on in here? Like, you always wanted to know what was going on in like there. A crappy, like a secret like society thing. 70s or, or orange, or, no offense <laughs> to your shirt, but <laughs> a, like a 70s orange couch Thank in you. there. That's exactly yeah. what it looked like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, there was something mystical about the teacher's lounge. You're absolutely right. But I remember walking in there and it was just a smoke-filled haze of like, what the hell's going on in there? Yeah. But I would imagine the teacher's lounge the, today or tomorrow um, th- this is being discussed by teachers and going, hey, oh, I'm not, I'm not doing a damn thing that's above, you know, uh, nothing that I can do nope. will be called into question. Yeah, th- th- I would have that conversation. Absolutely. I remember one time you talking about smoking at school. Miss mm-hmm. Fahey, my tenth grade English teacher, smoker. So she says, this is the middle of the winter, and she says, Mark, because I was a good student. She's like, go. Can you go to my car and get my cigarettes for me? I was like, all right, fine. It's middle of the winter, and I'm. I was on the football team, and it was a Friday. So on Friday, you wear your football jersey. Football right, right. So I, I don't. It's short sleeve. Mm-hmm. So she sends me out into the freezing cold to get her cigarettes, and she goes, "They're in the brown Datsun." I was like, all right. So I go to the, yeah, go to the teacher's parking lot, I'm looking around, doing laps. There's no freaking brown Datsun. I'm like. What the hell? Literally, like fifteen minutes in the freezing cold. And this is before you could you could honk the horn, yeah, right? No. Like, you yeah, couldn't, you couldn't beep, 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 no. find this it. Is, I'm like literally going car by car, <laughs> dots and no dots and no dots. So after like twenty minutes in the cold, I come back in. I'm like, Miss Fahey, someone stole your car. There's no there's no brown dots in out there. <laughs> she goes, Oh, I meant Nissan. Oh. Because Nissan, yeah, Dotson had, became that, Nissan. Nissan yeah. I was like, you son of a gun. So then I had to go back out and get her Virginia Slims and come back. Oh, Virginia Slims. Yeah. Those are the best. Miss Faye, she's <laughs> got to be dead now. <laughs> okay. she, was, she was smoking four packs of Virginia Slims Ooh. in her Dotson every day. Um, Trevin's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Trevin, how you doing, sir? All right, what's up, guys? What's going on, Biggin? Hey, my mom was a um, teacher for over 20 years, too, and... One of the things that she said to me is when I told her about this a couple of years back, she just told me about all the hate mail and prank calls and evil looks she gets because she won't just pass a student if he can't do the work. Really? Yeah. Like hate and calls from who? Parents? It, yeah, parents. Wow. And just let the letters, just all kinds of stuff because she doesn't let it slide. But it reminds me of that line from Contender. Sorry, I know it's not Movie Monday. That's all right. She said, <laughs> principles only matter if you can stand by them when they're inconvenient. That's and a good point. That's what the, Which is why we do need jerks like the judge, because it's one of those things like, when I saw the first 20 minutes, he was handing out 20 years like they were passing out candy. Yeah. I wouldn't but call him a jerk, though. I, I, I think he was agitated. He was over this case. And I think he was kind of upset that the teachers didn't take the deal that they had on the table. Right. I mean, well, I'm, as far as like jobs you can't do, though, you do need somebody who's going to do that to set the example. Because like the other guy said, and I was going to say it, incentives and bonuses were involved. So don't start crying about, oh, these people are first offenders, these people are this. 
Some of these people were making money off of it. Some of them were getting awards, even though they didn't get money. Somebody got an award. Yeah, promotions, exactly. Now, do you know so, what the first, that whole first offender thing is? Do you know what that's about, Trevin? No. I All right, so he, I didn't know either, so I, I checked it out. So th- that was a big thing during the case today, Chuck. Every lawyer was like, I want first offender status. And I was like, what the hell does that mean? Because the sentence isn't changing. So if you are sentenced under first offender status, so let's just say Loti Chuck gets uh, arrested for soliciting prostitute. Okay. Wow, okay. And he gets six months in jail and a three hundred dollar fine. Okay. If if he is prosecuted and and sentenced as a first offender, after your six months in jail, it's wiped from your record. Yeah. So all that's what these these. Lawyers were wanting his first offender status for so their clients. Yeah, so so they could teach again. They'd have the felony taken off their record. That's why it was such a big deal for them. Because I was like, what's the like? What's the big deal about first offender status? That turns out what it is. After you do your time for the crime, you're you're wiped clean and you can go back and teach again. I don't think any of these people are teaching again. To be honest with you. Maybe a DUI school they'll be teaching or... Uh... Try to explain that seven-year gap in your work <laughs> Yeah, your work what, happened, what happened seven years here? Oh, I went on sabbatical. Yeah, just taking some time off. Went to the Himalayas, <laughs> found <Yeah>. myself. <laughs> All right, coming back with your calls, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. I'm going to go take a picture of Longoria's uh, shirt and tweet it out, at Mark Arum, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. This is The Mark Arum Show. Bring it home, J-Lo. Now I'm seeing that you can't lame. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. It's not French onion soup if there's not cheese melted on the top. I, I tried. Oh, hey, welcome back. 1123. 23 after 11, Mark Aaron with you to midnight. Little Sanjay with Would You Rather coming up next. Back to the phones we go. Tony's in Dallas. Tony, welcome to the program. Hey, this is your Boston liberal. How you doing? What up, you shattered kid? <laughs> hey, not much. As, as far as the schools and stuff, like the school system thing, uh, know how you're talking about Japan and Germany? The biggest difference between them and us is they're not a melting pot. They don't have to deal with a whole bunch of different groups of people try and learn and stuff like that. That's why they do so good. Well... I, I, I'm not buying that. <laughs> I, I, look, I mean, how many, All right, so uh, let, let's let's go let's go up to the northeast, okay? Okay, yeah. South South Boston's not a melting pot. All right, it's no, a bo- um, uh, but the rest of the southeast mass is. I mean, I'm Portuguese, and I didn't. I was but what generation are you? I, I was born in Portugal. I'm off the boat. Oh no, kidding! All right, yeah. So I grew up in the '70s in uh, in uh, southeast mass. So. I know how it is as far as learning a language and the whole nine yards. That language barriers are understandable, but like for for regular English, like Kansas. All right, let's go to a school in Kansas where it's all, right. all freaking white kids that are you know from here, and their grades suck. Yeah, like there's there should be something there. We're not doing something as well as the rest of the world as far as teaching them. The language barrier question is is a legitimate one. Yeah, um, the problem too is there's no central thing either. I mean, look some. States do better than the others. Like Massachusetts, uh, I think it was last year or the year before, rated real good against other countries if it was its own country. So, I mean, Georgia always ranks in a lower. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're 47th. And we also forget about, yeah, about Clayton County get, get, losing its accreditation a few years ago. So, there's a major issue down here in Georgia as far as schools. And I think it has, and I, I appreciate the call, Tony. Always a pleasure. I, I Salaries have to do something with it. 
So the starting teacher salary in Georgia is like under 30 grand a year. The starting teacher salary in Connecticut, first year, 70K. $70,000 first year teacher. And I understand it's more expensive to live in New England than it is in Georgia, but that's a there's a big discrepancy there. But a lot, and you're going to find this out as a father, Longoria, mm-hmm. it, you know, it all comes back to the house. If you, if you are a good parent, you're going to make sure your kid is learning. Oh, yeah. And yeah. learns how to read. I mean, you're going to do, it's tough these days with dual working parents, but right. the, the parents have to have some responsibility they here. They do. They do. Robert's in Atlanta. Robert, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, thanks, Mark. Uh, three quick things. I'll be very quick. Okay. Um, WSB News has uh, talked about one teenager uh, being two years behind because of uh, this uh, of this situation with the teachers and the cheating. So, in my opinion, the teachers got off light. I would have um, liked to see the judge uh, sentence them a little bit harder. The maximum, uh, the twenty years. Uh, at least ten. Yeah. And the others, maybe five. Okay. What else and, you got? Uh, number two, when I was in San Diego, a judge sentenced his own son to life in prison. What? Yes. I couldn't do that. That How did that happen? How did he get the... That, that's impossible. <laughs> well, I mean... Unless he yeah, didn't know it was his son. Unless, you know, it was like a baby mama drama thing, and then he found out... No. Pretty sure you have to recuse yourself. Yeah. I mean, his son had multiple... Um, um, felony. Oh, I get that, but there, there's no way they would let the judge do that. They'd find another judge to deal with that case. That that can't happen. Dave's in Kennesaw. Dave, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, appreciate brother. Welks, man. All right, I got three quick things. Uh, the funniest moment for me with Judge Baxter is the sound clip that you, you guys ran yesterday where he basically said, hey, look, take the plea deal or I'm dispensing jail time tomorrow. Mm-hmm. The job I could not do would be to be a social worker. I could not take a kid out of a home and sleep at night. Just couldn't do it. Oh, yeah. That'd be tough. Oh, trust me. You can do it. <laughs> yeah. And then I thought of a show topic for maybe tomorrow night or okay. at a later time. Uh, funniest or most messed up thing you ever saw in the courtroom? Because we've all been to court at some time or another. I'll take that under advisement, counselor. We'll see. I don't know if I want to hear courtroom stories on the Mark Aram show. Let's give us an excuse to play the Judge Wapner theme again. Your calls, little sign J next, 404-872-0750. I tweeted out that picture of Longoria and put it on Facebook, at Mark Aram. This is the Mark Aram Show. I'm WSB's Clark Howard. From Dunwoody to Douglasville. Washington to Woodstock. Whenever and wherever there's Inter severe weather, a traffic red alert, or breaking news. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center will break in. Depend on it. The Mark Aram Show. Melts in your mouth, not in your hands. Yeah. 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 Welcome back to the show. 1135, 25 in front of midnight on this Tuesday. Tomorrow on the show... Lonely tailgater, blessed or not blessed. We may or may not do an AMA. Ask me anything. Longoria's picture has been tweeted and Facebooked. I didn't know. From where I'm sitting, it just looked like a completely orange shirt. Because the top oh, third. Yeah. I didn't know there was green in the middle. There is green in the you middle. You still look like a juice box. Green, orange, yellow. 
White. <laughs> Juice box-ish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sanjay's coming up in a second. I want to take some more calls on the APS uh, situation, the sentencing you heard live here today on WSB. And, of course, full coverage tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade starting at 4.30 a.m. Uh, I just I couldn't be a judge. I just couldn't do it. I don't have the DNA for it. Um, what job couldn't you do? 404-872-0750. John is in Duluth. Duluth. Duluth is on fire. Hello, John. Hey, how's it going, man? What up, buddy? So, listen, there's three areas that uh, that haven't really been thought of. I heard one of the lead attorneys come out and say, you know, they took $700, and now the state wants to, you know, pay $50,000 for them to be convicts, mm-hmm. and, and that's just not right. Well, here's three financial areas that's not right. How much did this trial cost the citizens of Georgia? Uh, millions, probably, right? Millions, okay. The second one is those schools lose funding based on those test scores. If the scores are too high, those children don't get extra funding injected into that school system to bring their scores up. The funding is based on the scores? Absolutely. Then that makes no sense why they did that. So so they're losing the fund. Well, no, they're getting their $700 bonus, or they're getting a higher station within the Atlanta public school But they're getting less money for the students. But the student is getting less money. Yeah, that makes no sense. That's awful. Here's the big one. Okay. How much when that child has lost that funding, and now that child goes through life illiterate, how much is that child losing every single year that they're alive because they didn't learn how to read or they didn't learn how to use logic in their thinking? Yeah, and then to flip side, obviously there's a greater chance that those children that did learn will be needing financial assistance throughout their lives, which is another burden on the taxpayer. So, yeah, it's... It's, it's it's just an unbelievable story. Absolutely unbelievable. Hey, uh, Joel's in Decatur. Joel, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Okay, first of all, melt in your mouth and not in your hand. Really, Mark? Yes. Weird. <laughs> okay, uh, my wife's an APS teacher first year. Uh, APS actually pays better than DeKalb, Fulton, Gwinnett, most of these other schools. As far as I'm concerned, it's hazard pay. That's another story. Mm-hmm. But what most people don't understand when they, you know, the sympathy for these educators, these administrators, these principals, they're making six figures. They're making hundred, hundred and fifties, sure, hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah. So you know they don't fall into this poor educator class. They should totally be held liable for just like any corporation for for the the the, the areas that they are you know they are. Yeah, and, and we saw that from Judge Baxter today. The the stiffer sentences are were enforced on those administrators. And you had a guy, you know, he he cited one of them a five thousand. The lawyer was like, "Well, how is she going to pay that?" Yeah. Are you kidding me? Well, was that? I thought that was a teacher, though. Was that? Well, it may have been a teacher. Yeah, I think and that was, was a teacher. Know, my, my wife said indigent first, status. Know, That's what they said. And, and and you know, everybody knows teachers are underpaid. But let me tell you what these these administrators they are not underpaid. These high level. No, my my father is a, was a school administrator. He was. All uh, yeah, I understand. My, my my dad was a school administrator. We got paid well. But you mentioned Beverly Hall. I still can't believe, knowing her, her medical condition, she just didn't fall on the sword and take everything for everybody. You know, why didn't Beverly Hall be like, it's all on me. I did it all. Everyone else is fine. Give me all the punishment. Let's end this thing right now. That's what should have happened. 404-872-0750-1800. WSB Talk. And now, now, now it's time for Who Would You Rather Be with Little Sunshine.
Joining us now on the program, uh, as he does every week, he is the guru, the soothsayer, the truth seeker, the asker of the unanswerable questions. He is little Sanjay. How you doing, Sanjula? Hey, dude. <laughs> Sanjula. <laughs> Sanjula. Yeah, that's a new one. I like that. That's creative. I like that. Because uh, Sanjay's, really. a, Sanjay's a masculine <laughs> name, so I wanted to feminine it up a little bit yeah. with a lot yeah, at the are, end. People are typically intimidated by my masculinity, so I completely <laughs> understand. Indeed, indeed. Um, all right, so uh, folks that have never heard the segment, Sanjay is the asker of the unanswerable questions. He calls up the show every week and asks us unanswerable questions, which you try to answer, and I encourage you to play along uh, with us in your car. All right, without further ado, what's the first question, Sanj? All right. Would you rather your coworker that you worked in close proximity with had a really foul odor... Mm-hmm. Or played Nickelback or your least favorite music all day long on repeat. I'm going Nickelback. I think I, I've I can't deal with someone with bo. I just can't. I mean, I could tune out music. I can't tune out bo. Yeah, that's, I was gonna say I I would much rather listen to Nickelback than smell somebody yeah. all day. No long. offense, Longoria. Oh, but... none, none taken. None taken. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I would I would rather listen to music all day that I didn't like. Yeah, bo is tough. Because there's man. nothing I hate that much. There's no music that I hate that much more than a foul odor. Yeah, beyond you know I mean? be there. There's uh, one coworker I won't say her name, but she freaking reeks. It's bad. Not on, not on our station. There's a few. Yeah, not, not, There's a few. not blessed at all. <laughs> there are. Yeah. All right. So unanimous there, Sandra. All right. Next question. All right. Would you rather be gossiped about or never be talked about ever? Wow, that's deep silk. That's a good one. Um, gossip sucks. I'd rather never be talked about. Did you hear the? Did you hear this new show on WSB about Mark Arrow? <laughs> no, nope. no one ever. <laughs> no, but like, like I don't want people talking about me. Period. Are you talking about like inter-office gossip or? I don't know. I mean, I guess gossip is gossip. Whether it's like listen to this great new radio show I heard or. <laughs> Yeah, I can see. I don't care. I, I'd rather be talked about. Yeah, I, I'll take the bad with that because mm-hmm. I think what we do. It's good that people talk about yeah. us. Otherwise, we wouldn't it's have a radio happen. show. So I, uh, yeah, I, I, I was care. thinking more along personal life. Yeah, but <laughs> but, I, and you guys do have those big billboards now. So we do have, we the, do big have the big shiny billboards. Yes. Yeah, uh, nah, Longoria. I'm a, yeah, I'd rather be gossiped about. Really? Yeah, yeah. Me too. All right. At least I'm in someone's you know thought. So you you guys aren't in the spotlight like like I am and Erickson is and Sanjay is. It's tough, man. You you know, people make stuff up about us all the time. It's not it's not fun. But you'll see someday. You'll someday. see. Yeah. Someday. <laughs> all right. God so willing. Next all right. question. All right. Would you rather forget who you were or forget who everyone else is? Like that I know or just everyone like Everyone, like you, I mean, I guess everything. So wander around not so, knowing who anybody is ever, or you don't know who you are. No, no, no. Like, like one of those snap done. Now you either forgot who you you have you have amnesia about yourself, or you have amnesia about everyone, everyone else. So here's else. the deal. So you know, Ooh. Chuck, you know you're yourself. Yeah. But you don't know you don't know anyone else. Like you right. walk into the station and no I'm idea. foreign to you. Okay. Longoria is just some hot Mexican dude. You have no idea who he is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, wow. 
I, I think I want it. It's kind of like that movie Memento, I guess. Yeah. You know? Um, such a good movie. That was a really good movie. I am, I'm going to, I want to know who I am. I think that would be, that would be the only yeah. way to stay sane. I think I, yeah, I don't know. That's a tough question. That's I, a good one, Sanj. I'm with you because I'm, I'm thinking I could, you would be like, no, I'm Mark. We do this radio show, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You'd be skeptical, but you could prove out yeah. at some point who some of these people are that you're supposed <laughs> yeah, to know exactly. eventually, right? You'd be like, look, we do the, this is- Like our, Memento. Okay. Right. You could you could show them and then like, oh, okay. And like 50 first dates, I'd make a book. But me trying to figure out who I was, there's yeah. too much. That's 36 years. Like yeah. I wouldn't, no one can fill that gap. That's 34 boring years and then exactly. two at WFD. <laughs> two great years that I've been here. But nah, I would much rather know me. You, might, you remember not... the movie 50 first dates? Where she, I didn't watch she, it. It's a really good movie, actually. Is as it, far as the Sandler it, pick goes, it's actually really good. Drew Barrymore. So she has, every morning when she wakes up, she doesn't remember the day before. She got in a car accident. So she can remember everything in her life up to the car accident. But after that, every day, she wakes up without any new memory. Right. She thinks it's the day of her birthday or dad's birthday. Um, so Sandler tries to you know, start dating her, but every day he's got to get her to fall in love with her. Oh, that's exhausting. And so she makes like a scrapbook to remember him. You know, so okay. she can look back and be like, oh, this is, this is Sandler. This is, you know... Okay. So we, I would do that. I'd make a ch- uh, low teeth scrapbook every day. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Longoria? Uh, yeah. I'd rather not know anybody else. Know yourself. Yeah, yeah. know myself. Know thyself, Sandy. Know thyself. Know thyself. All right, Fair next enough. question. All right. Would you rather be an unknown minor league baseball player with, I, I don't know, what minor league players, they typically have like a 10% chance of moving up? Or no, would it be not even less? that. 2%. Okay, I'm going to give you 10 then. Okay. With a 10% chance of moving up to the major league or be a world-famous pro badminton player. Give me 10% in the minors. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. You're the best badminton player in the world nobody is not getting anything either. on the side, if you know no. what I'm saying. And nobody knows Now, if you said ping is. pong, I might do ping pong. Ping pong would be <laughs> but a badminton, come on. Yeah. Come yeah. on. No. Well, I didn't hear the question. What was that? You, you, would you rather have a 10% chance of being a major league baseball player, oh, okay. as in the minor league, right, right, right. or be a world champion badminton player? Oh, baseball. Definitely. Yeah. yeah that baseball. Everybody in the world outside of the United States probably knows. No. Yeah, I mean, badminton's mm. not really a big sport here. It's not big anywhere. It is in India. All no, right. it's that's like the sixth sport. <laughs> you've got cricket, and... you've got uh, soccer, you've got no, polo. No, you've got cricket. Po- no. <laughs> Slow down, buddy. You've got cricket, then you have badminton, and then you have field hockey. No, badminton is not that's number it. two. Definitely not. Surprise. You don't even know your own culture, so you don't even know. It. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know. All right, you got. We got one more. We got one more. All We're right. gonna just tone it down a little bit. All right. All right. Would you rather have a missing finger? Or an extra toe. Extra toe? Yeah. Extra, extra toe. toe, yeah, absolutely. Missing finger. Yeah? You have a story to tell. Story. No one's going to see your toe. How did you lose your Wait, finger? Well, finger? Sanjay asked me a question. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> see, but because he didn't specify the finger, I'm taking the toe. Because I, I could stand to lose anything but my thumb. I, I couldn't grab things. It'd be hard to grab stuff without a thumb. I'm not losing yeah, my thumb. Yeah, no. Uh, okay. You, you have another hand. I don't care. It could be, it could be your pinky <laughs> on your non-dominant hand. Your pinky on your non-dominant hand. I, mean, I don't know. You thought about like this. The most useless. No, I think I don't. I think it's a no-brainer. Like extra toe, it, you can hide it. No one's ever going to see it. It'll probably help you in some way. 
having it, you know. And you can pull it out as a party favor every once in a while. Yeah, exactly. Hey, check so out can, my six toes. So no. can your missing finger. Nah, but that's and, that. And you can always have the six toe removed if you didn't like it. Right. Boom. Yeah, I can't I get another finger pushed. Boom, Silky. Sanjay doesn't Boom. like that. <laughs> he doesn't like your logic. Boom, Silky. Yeah, I'm going with the toe. Now, you should you should have said third nipple or third ear or something. Then I have right. to think about that. Yeah. Okay. You want an ear uh, in the back of your head? I'm going <laughs> to figure out... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to figure out, a, 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 we'll, we'll come back to this one. We'll, we'll right. update it. There'll be a version two of this one. All right, knock them dead at the poker tournament, buddy. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate right. it. Follow him on Twitter, Silky the Lunchbox. Negative. At, <laughs> oh, sorry, Silky the Luckbox. Did Longoria get a, a piece of you? Uh, am, am I too yeah. late? Was I too late? It's, it's probably too late. Oh, okay. All right. Low T, did you get a piece of Sanjay? I got the email way too late. Right, yeah. I got 5%. Guys. Well, next time, next time, definitely. Dinner on me if you win. Yeah, listen, just keep the moral support. You All know, right. Get there. Knock them dead, Silk. <laughs> we'll talk to you next uh, Tuesday, buddy. You bet. Thanks. All right, coming back with your calls, 404-872-0750. Rapid fire. We'll get everyone on if you're quick. On Twitter, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Don't sweat the technique. 20 seconds or less so we can squeeze everyone on, please. Taylor in Bethlehem up way past her bedtime. How are you, T? I'm up way past my bedtime. (laughs) What's going on? Not much. Job I can never do. I could be a tutor, but I can never, ever be a teacher. Definitely not. I can't stand little kids and then... (laughs) Being able, you have little kids. I do have little kids. I can stand my kids. I can stand my friend's kids. Other people's kids. But they grow up. Yeah, I can't stand little kids. But you have to. All right, I thanks, do. Taylor. <laughs> That's funny. Lee's the Swanee. Lee, real quick, what do you got, buddy? Hey, buddy. I want to make a comment on the uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, first offender deal. Yeah. Um, for those who don't know, your your record is never totally clean. Uh, law enforcement can always see it. Uh, local, state, FBI. And if you go to a bank and apply for a job, they can see it. But, like, if you're just going to, you know, racetrack to apply for a job. They, they, they can't see it. Yeah, okay. But, that I mean, it's still, it's better to have, if you're going to go to, you know, get convicted, it's better to have first offender status than not, right? Oh, Lord, yeah. Yeah, okay, good. I never want to make that decision. Paula's in Stone Mountain. Paula, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. Hey, Paula. The job I could never do as a 16-year advocate for animals and rescuer the euthanasia technician at an animal shelter. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I would rather be a judge than be the guy <laughs> or gal that has to kill the animals. That, oh, forget it. John's in Tucka. John, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Aquarium maintenance. Worst job. Picking up whale poop? No, well, you know, <laughs> we do it for you. AtlantaFishGuy.com. We'll clean it for you. Well, are you, oh, you actually do it? I do, buddy. I've, <laughs> I've got a tank that I need help with, John. Look it up, AtlantaFishGuy.com. We'll come clean it for you. I do Jeff Foxworthy, local celebrities. I want want to redo the tank, though. I don't want to just clean it. I've got one fish left in this tank, and he's been been in there for eight years. And anytime I try to add another fish, they die. But he's he's a soldier, and he keeps soldiering on. Freshwater or saltwater? Freshwater. We can help you out, buddy. Hey, I'm going to put you on hold, all right? All right, man. All right, Low T's going to get some info. I need to redo my tank. It's sad. I didn't Sam. even know you had a fish. <laughs> Sam's in Conyers. Sam, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, uh, the one job I couldn't do would be a correctional officer. That'd be tough. I've got a buddy in college that's a correctional officer. I couldn't do that either. I'd rather be a judge than a correctional officer. Good call. Uh, Caitlin finishes up in Swanee, buddy. All right, I have a would you rather for you guys. Okay. 
Would you rather have a small butt um, growing out of your forehead or a small pair of legs growing out of your chin? A small butt growing out of my forehead? <laughs> yeah. Or a small pair of legs growing out of my chin? Yes. I would. I want a butt on my forehead. I agree. Yeah. Long I'll take the butt on my forehead. Yeah, butt on Look your forehead. Low T, Low T says he doesn't care. He just wants a higher testosterone level. He'll take them both if he can get his <laughs> yeah, T level yeah. up. All right. Uh, thanks to Sandre. Thanks to everyone. Uh, tomorrow, Lonely Tailgater, blessed or not blessed. We'll continue this on uh, social media, on Twitter, at Mark Aram, where I've tweeted a picture of Longoria in his awesome outfit. On Facebook, where I've posted a picture outfit. of Longoria in his <laughs> awesome outfit, Mark Aram WSB. <laughs> know and Instagram, Mark Aram. Uh, Drunk Kurt Schilling is about to run the board for uh, Kill Meat and Friends. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.